Shalom, listeners of the Forecast Fest. It is I, Harry Enten. I am not joined on my left by Kate Baudouin or on my right by Jean Avalon. That is because we had breaking news on Wednesday night. That was that Kirsten Gillibrand, the senator from New York, decided to drop out of the presidential race. She was the third Democratic candidate to drop out in recent weeks following Representative Seth Moulton and Washington Governor Jay Inslee. That drops the Democratic field down to just 20 candidates, and I believe it's the first of many to follow. Why did Gillibrand drop out? Well, of course, she did not, in fact, make the debate for September. There are only 10 candidates that made that debate stage. And I think this is a key important point, folks. If you're not going to make the debate stages going forward, you simply put aren't going to have the gasoline that's necessary to power that automobile that is a presidential campaign. That was, of course, the same with Jay Inslee, just like Gillibrand. They were in the first two debates, but did not, in fact, make the September debates. Seth Moulton, of course, didn't appear on the stage in either one. And I think that this is rather important, right? We have a ton of candidates at this particular point in the presidential campaign who are polling very poorly. In fact, most of the candidates are polling below 5%. The only candidates polling at 5% or above are, of course, Vice President Joseph Robinette Biden, the senator from Massachusetts, Elizabeth Warren, Senator Bernie Sanders from Vermont, Mayor Pete Buttigieg from South Bend, Indiana, and Senator Kamala Harris from California. The rest of the candidates, 15 of the 20, are polling below 5%. And if you go back in time and you look at where the eventual nominee was polling at this particular point, almost all of them were polling above 5%. The only exceptions, of course, were Jimmy Carter in 1976 and Bill Clinton in 1992, but Bill Clinton wasn't even in the race. So all but two of the eventual nominees in open nomination processes, that is without an incumbent running, we're polling above 5% at this point, dating back since 1972. The only way that these candidates could possibly get above, say, the 2 3% that they were polling, get in a 5 6 7 8 9 and maybe hope to catch fire, is to actually appear on the debate stage so they could get their ideas out in front of other people. Because at this point, what we're seeing in the polling is that voters, even if the candidates themselves are not culling the field, the voters are actually culling the field. They are saying we are only considering just a few candidates. Of course, there was the Des Moines Register CNN poll from the great state of Iowa, the Iowa caucuses, the first in the nation, in which they asked, do you want some of these candidates to drop out now? And the vast majority of voters, 75 percent plus, said they wanted multiple or most of the candidates to drop out. And indeed, if you look at the last CNN national poll, which asked candidates, Would you like to hear from other candidates more besides your first choice? What we see is that the candidates who are polling below that 5% threshold, the highest percentage was 10% for someone like Beto O'Rourke, who said, I want to hear more from them. So if you add together that 10 with the 3% he got in our poll, he only gets 13% support from either people who say he's their first choice or they want to hear more from them. That's not exactly a strong position, which to me indicates that we're probably looking at a top five that will be the top five through the nomination process, or at the very minimum, we are looking at an eventual nominee who is polling in the top five right now. So I think looking forward now, we have 20 candidates in the race. I wouldn't be surprised in the next few weeks if we drop down to 19, 18, 17, 16, and then we might actually have something that's more manageable for the voters. Well, that's it, folks. I'm feeling a little bit lonely without Kate Bourbon and Jean Avelon on my left and right. We, of course, will bring you a full episode next week as originally scheduled. Until then, be well, shalom, and thanks for listening.
quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.